Hey guys, welcome to Cold Film Interview, the podcast where we discuss the films you love, but no one else gets, and we see if they still hold up. Tonight, I accuse you of having trampled on the cross, of having ridden to the Sabbath, of throwing the Holy Cross of our Savior into manure, so that the skies grew dark, and the rain fell upon the earth. Because tonight, we're talking about Mark of the Devil. So let's start the show. Your Hollywood system stole our sex and co-opted our violence, so there's nothing left for our kinds of movies. <laughs> I did not hit her. It's not true. Clopex. 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 Up yours, baby. Me and Bubba, my little brother, listen to you every night. Where in the hell are we? I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Thanks for joining us wherever you are in the world today. We really appreciate it. Do us a huge, huge favor. Go to iTunes, leave us a five-star review, leave a comment, and we'll give you a shout-out at the end of the show. Also, head over to our YouTube, subscribe there, and our website, coldfilmreview.com. Go check that out. All of our episodes are available on there. There's over 100. Ooh. Over 100. All right, guys, tonight we're talking about Mark of the Devil. It was directed by Michael Armstrong. It was written by Michael Armstrong and Adrian Hoven. Came out, yeah, yeah sure. sure. We'll say sure. sure. Came out in 1970. Had a budget of question mark. Made question mark in the box office. Was filmed in West Germany. Has a rating of question mark or V for violence. And <laughs> currently sits <laughs> at a 33 on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. If you don't know what the film's about, Count Christian von Mier. Believes strongly in his mentor and the ways of the church, but loses faith when he catches Lord Cham- Cumberland? Cumberland. Cumberland. That's what it is. Committing a crime. It's not about a dude named Mark and his friend the devil. <laughs> it's not. Ugh. As, well, I watched the wrong movie. You did. As always, I am joined by Kyle Smith. Hey, how's it going? Chris Willenbrecht. Hey, what's up? And Michael Salucio. Hi, everybody. All right, this was Kyle's pick. Kyle, I'm really interested in why you picked this film. You know, I've been thinking about that a lot this week. <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking about that a lot right now. Yeah. I am. Yeah. You know what? I, I really wanted us to tackle uh, an exploitation film, like a fucking true blue all the way. Um, this is a movie that I had seen before. I had seen it when I was a kid. This is another Uncle Ken tape. I remembered it being just kind of a weird, crazy, interesting film. It's got some cool history in terms of um, it's distribution. It's like subsequent banning from certain countries. So I th- just thought this would be a really interesting film for us to tackle. It's something I feel like completely out of our normal wheelhouse. And I thought it'd be interesting to see what we all thought. Had anyone seen this before? This would be my first time. This would be my first time also, Chris. Yep, first time for me too. Kyle, this is a, this is a Uncle Ken tape. I feel like this is pretty out there to be on TV for Uncle Ken to grab. Hey, cable was different back in the day. <laughs> I like that you said, you know, it was, uh, well, I guess what I'm trying to say is I like that it says on the box, banned in many countries. Yeah. <laughs> it just, like, doesn't define anything. <laughs> yeah. It says banned in many countries. Yep. Which was, uh, I guess, a big thing with the marketing about this movie of being, like, very violent. Like, it was rated V for violence, you know, yeah. things like I mean, that. This film, I mean, this film solely existed, existed to cash in on Vincent Price's film. I had never heard of this like movie before, but this. I'd heard of it, but I 
I guess I pictured something else than what I got. <laughs> oh, this is what have you heard about it? Like, what did you hear about it? I, I guess? mean, I've just seen I've seen the title around, you know, in, in different like various like books and things like that. And it's always talked about as sort of like this like culty exploitation film. And I, I don't know, I guess I, the, the image I painted in my head of of a movie called Mark of the Devil, I, I thought I was not going to get a film necessarily about witches or or witch hunting. Mm. I, I had no idea what it was about. I just started it, and I was like, okay. <laughs> all right. I don't really know where this takes place or when this takes place, but all right. Let's well, let's say, it's, what, is it 15th century? Is that right? They say. It, oh, you mean when it takes place? Yeah. Yeah, isn't it like... It's 15th century, I think. Kind of like the Spanish Inquisition right. Right, kind of thing, but it's, it's not... It's not the Spanish it's one. Yeah, it's similar. Yeah, this is one that I actually, for like the first time in a while, I pulled up the trailer before I started watching the film. Oh wow, why? Mm. I, because, like I said, like I was like, oh man, I've been wanting to see this movie. Like, you know, I've been here. I, I've I've seen it around. I feel like I painted this whole idea of what it was in my head. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm gonna check out the trailer, and then I saw the trailer, and I was like, that's not what. That's not what I pictured. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what? You learned something new, Chris. Is that uh, Mark of the Devil is like a that's a witch thing. That's not that's not satanic in any way. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, this was an Arrow release too, right? Arrow put this out on Blu-ray just recently. Yeah, just recently. Uh-huh. Well, it has to be cult. Uh, no, no, see, sometimes I question with their I'm releases. <laughs> I don't know. I this one I do feel like has a cult following. If you want to get into that, just because. Because of the kind of interesting history that it's had with its distribution kind of being, you know, lost and not being able to be distributed distributed in a bunch of countries, it technically never ended up on the video video nasties list, but it was still uh, confiscated um, in UK, which you know that that immediately puts it into an underground film. So then it would be it wasn't just a traded. Full nasty, but like a half nasty. Yeah, like a half nasty. <laughs> like oh, nasty. Sometimes the half nasty <laughs> is worse. A hefty, a half stees. That it was half nast. There you go. <laughs> not not full nast. Yeah. You know, you never want to go full nast. So, I mean, I feel like that that alone does it. I mean, it, and it does have I surprisingly good special effects for the time. I mean, I I I don't know if this is a cold film or not. Like, I mean, just to jump into that too cuz I I don't know. Part of me believes because of the like the subject. I compare this to like one other film. Like watching it, I was like, "Oh, this is where Hostel came from." Uh, why? Because it's yeah, European. Yeah. No, no, because like honestly, I was like, "Oh, this is like a nineteen seventies like version of torture porn." Like yeah, basically the like, same genre. Torture of- porn existed before. Before Eli Roth got a hold of it. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Like that's that's this. Where he got th- yeah, this is where he got his idea from. That's what I was like. I was like, oh, this I mean, is there, where there are other got people it. that. I mean, Herschel Gordon Lewis, all of his yeah. films, which I'm I, I'm gonna love to relate <laughs> how this film relates to a lot of his mm-hmm. films too. But like, I mean, all of his films are all just fucking torture porn, pretty much. And that's basically like what I got from this movie. One, um, one thing that uh, really it actually excited me, but it also kind of like made a point for you, Cody, um, and I'll, I'll give it to you on this one. Um, the theme music in this film uh, was almost I- identically copied for the opening of Treevenge. 
Was really? it really? Yeah. Because uh, I was like, it started playing. I'm like, where have I heard this music before? And I paused the film and I pulled it up on my computer, Treevenge. And I'm like, it's the same fucking music. Treevenge just took, that's took funny, the soundtrack. I thought, the I, I, I recognized, it's funny that because I also recognized the sound. And I thought it was something that it sounded either a similar music that was used in like the, the opening of, um, Green Inferno or Cannibal Holocaust, one of those. Cannibal Holocaust, same song. It is the same song? I wait, believe hold so, on, yeah. wait a <laughs> So the, the same song was used in this film, Cannibal Holocaust and Treevenge? No, Treevenge, they basically stole, I would say they stole well, it. Yeah. Like, it's 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 not exactly the recording, but they recreated it's a, it. It's like a Vanilla Ice. It is. So it's different. It is, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, it didn't bug me. I was like... That's such an obscure reference that nobody right. would probably pick up on, but I just happened to know Treevenge so well that I was like, I know I've so heard wait, this song wait, before. Which, but what about the Cannibal Holocaust in this song? And I this think they're the same. I, I they're believe the same they're the well. exact same. What movie same. came out first? Uh, this did. This Cannibal did? Holocaust was And then like Cannibal 80. Holocaust? Okay. Yeah. Well, there interesting. you have it. Yeah, it's, I think it's an interesting, but it's funny because it makes me sit there and think like, Hey, what did uh, what did uh, sound libraries look like in the sixties and seventies? <laughs> yeah, pretty scarce. Pretty scarce. <laughs> yeah. You want royalty free? These are your ten options. Yeah. Yeah. It's this song. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll talk more about Mark of the Devil. Not that witch. I accuse you of having trampled on the cross, of having ridden to the Sabbath, and thrown the holy cross of our Savior into manure, so that the skies grew dark. And the rain fell upon the earth. No, look at his face. He is the devil. I swear he rapes women before burning them. Yes, it's true. Look, look, look at his face. He is the devil, not me. Coward, how can you sit there like that? And we're back. We're talking about Mark of the Devil. This is Kyle's pick. Came out in 1970. So as I was saying before, like uh, a modern movie that I can relate this to, to me, was like Hostel and... During the break, there were some questions of of, the, of that, and I thought I'd explain myself. Thought I'd do. I that. think take it I, away. Yeah, it will <laughs> explain yourself on air. No, no. So what I mean is like where the t- to me in this movie, the driving force of this movie is the gore, right? And it's kind of the same thing in Hostel, where the driving force is the is 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 the gore. Where Hostel has like this very thin story that you kind of care about, but you don't really care about. Same thing with this movie, like. Tell me, what is the message of this film? Like, what is, like, there is really... I think the message is it's a re- it's a historical retelling of some shit they did to some people back in this time period. I I kind of think Chris is right. I, I, yeah. I kind of think that this was, um, he probably read fucking some diagrams or some stories about the Spanish Inquisition and all of the torture techniques that they used, and he said, you know what? I could probably make a fucking movie out of this. All I gotta do is make a... Is is pr- try to put a, a a plot in there and yeah. um, a little bit of a love, a little bit of a love story. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, but it's the kind love story of, is really not central what, or integral. no. That's what I mean. Like it's the gore that kind of is the point of this movie. Yeah, but you could say that about um, so many fucking other movies, right. especially pretty much any fucking exploitation film of the '60s or '70s. Like I wanted to talk about because how it relates, like like Herschel Gordon Lewis movies. When I watched this, I was kind of like, this film is kind of like an elevated. Herschel Gordon Lewis film, like where Herschel Gordon Lewis, it's like the plot is like just completely secondary. Like it's just like let's just put a thinly veiled plot in there just to connect one torture scene to another to another to another. 
who cares how it ends or how it begins? Like, yeah. really? Yeah. This film actually does have moments where it's trying to get to some weird, like a deeper mm-hmm. meaning about you know witchcraft and like people's greed and and, and desires of things. Yeah, absolutely. I feel of. like he tried to do a little bit more than just make it like you're like like hey, let's just throw some gore together and who gives a shit about that plot? No, I think this one he he actually did try to to put it together in, in a cohesive way. I just don't think he did it. You know as well as maybe some other films have. Yeah, I mean, there. you know, we all know that witch hunting was a real thing. I yeah. mean, like, the whole, like, Salem witch trials, all that shit. Like, I mean, that's, yeah. it was kind of like that story taken to, like, an extreme and, like... Or to a, just an honesty. Or an honesty, like, which yeah. is, was an extreme yeah, to would, me. I would like, go with, <laughs> uh, probably an honesty as far as, like, actual tortures devices. Right. I think mm-hmm. most of those are pretty real. Yeah, I think because... Yeah. All they, real. I mean, me and Mike were talking about this the other night. I mean, there's, there, even though... It was so funny. We had this conversation, which was like, you look at all the scenes of torture in this film, and it's funny. There were certain scenes where I know that they felt different to me because the director or the writer, same person, I guess, was trying to push a story or agenda or a plot onto this. Like, like there are scenes, and this I just got to Mike, there's scenes where it's just like fucking Bill showed up to his nine to five in the dungeon you know he he's on he's on the wheel today yeah. he just has to spin the wheel all day and it's just kind of like okay i'm just presented these this imagery and then there was other scenes where it was like when when you had the the, the main guy what what was his name Lionel? no not the the, the other one the Christian? The, the impotent one oh uh, lord starts with a c cumberland cumberland thank you when cumberland's down in the in the dungeons and they're doing the extra torture onto that blonde woman it was to me, I was like, "All right, this is just you're 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 going a little too far." It's like it's 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 funny. I like had this in my mind. I had this like epiphany in my head. I'm like, "It's the stupidest thing I think I've ever said about something." But I'm like, "All right, this torture at the beginning makes sense because you're trying to get information." But I mean, what are you doing over here? What are you doing? Like yeah. that's just too far. And I think that exists because like that scene is supposed to make you feel uncomfortable, just like Christian is feeling uncomfortable about the situation and starting to question his belief systems. Well, there's also an answer to that too. So, basically, uh, Michael Armstrong and the writer Ad- uh, and the other writer Adrian Hoven uh, did not get along and argued about everything apparently on the set. But uh, Adrian was friends with the cinematographer, and they went and shot scenes without the director's permission, and then put them in the film. <laughs> Do you know which specific scenes? I don't have a breakdown of which specific scenes. Uh, I'd be curious me, to but- know. Yeah, see. I'm also curious how they snuck scenes into a film that yeah. the director was. Yeah, how the hell did he like, yeah. like so completely out of the yeah. editing room and then proceeded to not even watch the screening? <laughs> like how did he fucking like he showed that? he showed up for the premiere and was like, "What the fuck what is the this? Fuck was this? I don't remember putting this." <laughs> no, man, you really did. You did. I did. <laughs> I don't. You were remember. drunk. You don't remember. You don't remember <laughs> that, that does sound like me. You totally did that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I agree with your statement, Kyle. Like there were some scenes that were motivated, like mm-hmm. some scenes of torture that were motivated, and some moments where it was like, we just want to show how this torture device works, yeah. like how how it affects the right. human body, you know. And 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 it did get to a point for me where I was like, I don't know if I was becoming, I wasn't definitely becoming desensitized to it, but I was kind of like, man, this is like getting really redundant almost. Yeah, yeah. There was like, I mean, I definitely had there, uh, there was the the one scene of torture that really made me fucking cringe, and it's probably because I wasn't really prepared for it, but it's at the at the very beginning when they put 
that that was it her thumb in the little thing and they squeeze it and yeah. it the pops blood. and the blood just goes yeah and I'm just like ooh and it gave me chills <laughs> the way it squirted out yeah, was so was weird like, yeah Jesus Christ yeah. no way to yeah. answer your question back there I think the answer would be that Hoven was also the producer so oh. he had probably some control oh so he had okay that yep. makes sense. So he was also the producer. I would still love to find out which scenes. Yeah, it says uh, according. This is according to Wikipedia, um, which we know is is a beacon it, of truth. As yeah. always, the internet <laughs> is go-to the be- source for facts. Is it from the beginning? Production was <laughs> Just difficult. Like film and review. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. It said in the beginning, production was difficult, including at least half a dozen languages were being spoken on the set, which caused problems for the cast and crew. Producer Hoven and uh, director Michael Armstrong disliked each other intensely and often argued over the slightest of things. Hoven made sure uh, a small amount of scripts were kept on the set and even cut some of Armstrong's footage so his own ideas could be inserted into the film because him and the cinematographer were friends. Mm. Basically, mm. I just summed that up. But. Yeah, you just read it. You just read it. Is what you it. did. Mm. No, just, you didn't well, sum it up. No, I read. I read. It. I re- no, I read it. <laughs> I read it and then summed it up at the end because it was going to keep on going. <laughs> so that that could be why you're like, why does this feel like two different films in parts? I didn't feel. I didn't say. I didn't. I don't think it felt like two different films. I just said that. Some scenes of torture felt like there was, like Chris said, what did you? What was the term you used to describe that? Mot- one was somewhere motivated. Some, some had motivation, and others were just scenes of torture, like a display yeah. of violence. No, I agree. Right, with that. there were times when they, yeah, when they pulled out certain instruments, and I thought that the character holding it was going to look towards the screen and go, "Ah, huh? <laughs> I'm about to use this old tickler." <laughs> tickler. <laughs> there was just moments where it just seemed. Forced, I guess is the word. I was, yeah. re- I was really, I was really disappointed by the Spanish boot because I thought that would be a boot, but it's really just something they lay out, lay across. I guess. I don't know. I was, I was like, is this like a boot? Like it, they torture their feet? Is I that- don't know, dude. Sitting on a fucking pile of nails. Oh, like, was that like, wasn't the Spanish boot. No, that thing just made me the most uncomfortable. I was like, okay, dude, I'm done. <laughs> was it? Was it that or or just? Fucking fuck it! Straight light a fire under their ass. I feel like if yeah. I- <laughs> close, you got to close up them holes you just put in there with all the nails somehow, Kyle. I was gonna say some of those fire scenes I thought were pretty well done, like yeah. for like trick photography, like yeah. you know the perspective yeah. they were doing, like because the way they'd string them up and hang them over, like roast, basically roasting them. I was like, God damn, that's brutal. Yeah, it looked like they were like really fucking close, and they yeah. probably were. I imagine. <laughs> I, I imagine there wasn't a lot of safety going yeah. on this set. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't imagine that either. Uh, so this is a movie about torture, so you're bound to get injured. I think right away with this film, I felt like, um, like I felt the injustice of this whole thing. Like they they really lay that on like right away. Like you know that they're just they're just like almost like gleefully accusing yeah. wi- women of being witches for no other reason than. To fuck with them, like well, I, or because to, they were they were actually to fuck, fuck with them, them. yeah, well, or, yeah. <laughs> or, they or would... just to rape them and then kill them afterwards. Like, yeah, well, that's usually the motive in this movie. Yeah, but uh, you know, like I mean, we don't really see that that transpire until um, Albino breaks into well, that house. Well, almost every girl's story is that they were raped. Right, like when, when they're that, doing the trial, into, yeah, yeah. that's turned into a well, witch. Well, like almost every girl's story is that I they think were. There's raped. only one that said that they there were. was no, there was the nun. And then what's her name was actually raped by uh, the Cumberland, yeah. yeah. And then uh, who, Cumberland the two never, girls, Cumberland the, never raped the two, anyone. The two, I mean, the, yeah, yeah, the, the, I'm sorry, the nun in the beginning the, that that survives. You don't have to actually have full on. I mean, if you grab that's a person impl- and start trying to tear their okay. clothes off, that's that's. What I, what I, what I mean is, what I mean is, I don't feel like 
I don't feel like penetration happened. It was because definitely he's, implied he's that impotent. There was... Yeah, but it's also driven home that he's impotent the entire fucking film. Right. It's still sexual. It's sexual assault. I well, mean, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with yeah. that at all. Let's just, yeah. Let, I mean, let's get out the law book. <laughs> <laughs> it's. It is. So uh, that seems to be like the case with a lot of the the, the things. Like, it's like okay. I'm just like uh, like especially with what is it? Was Albi- Albino? Albino? Albi- what's his name? I just. I think it's Albino. Well, I just. They were they they were basically accusing anybody of being a witch that that went against what they wanted. Like if they wanted your money or your land. Oh I mean, yeah, that because that, what's it, what that one guy? What, that was more true with, with right Cumberland. with the inheritance. Well, I think that I mean that's the overall theme of this entire film. It, like whether it's it, yeah. it's sex or money or land or anything. Essentially, what they're saying is the entire witch uh, hunt. You know, during the whatever the 16th century or whatever, that that was just. Purely and utterly greed motivated, right? By, <laughs> yeah, and those in the top were able to, you know, to to hurt those. Right. Yeah. Below, it was right. basically it was a... it's purely like like basically like government cover ups, like in a way, right? Because the church was like very controlling of. They were the time. Yeah. They were and the, like so yeah. like uh, it was oh the bishop raped me oh well the, he's a, he's a man of God he couldn't have done that you're a witch like yeah. you know what i mean like that's time you want to shut somebody up, up you. exactly like <laughs> we want your land you have a lot of money oh you're possessed by the devil you're a sorcerer right like yeah you know it, 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 that's basically what everything was it was like anybody who had an accusation of somebody in power then they were automatically a witch and that would, that was like super clear like, or the very sight of a of a boob apparently because <laughs> they're walking down the street albino and his men and the worst one it, like i thought i was like what the fuck it's like they look up into a room some girl tries to close a window yeah. she's naked and it's just like hold on a no, second no, no, no. Hold they on, went they went on. they went up there to yeah, rape they, her they went up there to rape no, her no i know that but like what motivated that other than just like ooh naked perfect yeah that's what it that's was that's what it was that was <laughs> like we're drunk and we just saw some tits so let's go take that for ourselves because we can accuse anybody of being just, a witch just, and then the, yeah. the, the, the situation just fell apart when they killed the guy not that not that it should have been well, des- if, i think if, <laughs> hold on together. not that that should have been deserved but <laughs> of course not if you're living in that much fear of the society you live in who the fuck's opening a window up butt ass naked I like, don't know. Like, she like, wasn't who's doing that. I, here's yeah, the thing. she was. Wait, wait, wait. No, wait. She wasn't fearing the society that she was living yeah, in. Yeah, you got to understand. Yeah, that's. I think Cody has a point here because you got to understand that the people that are surrounding and watching these witches burn, they really do believe these fucking people are or witches. witches. Yeah. So she has no reason to believe. Why, why? Why would I get caught for anything? I'm not doing anything satanic or weird. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. She thinks everybody's having sex with the fucking devil. You know. She okay. doesn't think being topless in front of a, a window is anything. Yeah, I don't know. It just seemed odd to me. It yeah. seemed odd to me too. <laughs> Never opened a window, I guess. Before guys, Never opened a window. Yeah, butt ass <laughs> naked, throwing them blinds it open. Seemed, that it just seemed forced to me. It seemed like, how are we going to make this scene? Oh, I, d- I definitely. Oh, yeah, that, that that scene was like a total I insert. Like, I, I honestly felt like that. Like, That's what the producer added to it. Through a lot, of, through a lot of the movie, felt like I don't know, forced to me. It's just how this movie is, though. Like that's just what it is. In my opinion, like Vanessa and uh, Udo Kier's love, what a fucking relationship! There. Weird relationship, it is so that weird. weird. Oh my god, it's just weird. It's like he, I don't know. He's like he's obviously kind of like infatuated with her, but Definitely. he's like struggling with his own self faith. because he's, he's like, his faith yeah, first. because he's because he's 
you know, he's a man of God, so he can't yeah. act like this. But then he has no fucking problem, like, like skipping off into the field. Yeah, with her, and like, then this girl, <laughs> this girl wants to white, walk like the tightrope, and she's just like, what if I did have magic powers? Yeah, <laughs> I know, I, right? I, I, That's what I thought, too. I'm like, who jokes about it. that right yeah. now? Yeah. I gotta say, though, for, for you s- almost died just now. <laughs> for a character that was supposed to be what I imagine was the protagonist of the film in Christian, like... He was like a weak character. Like th- I, I didn't understand. His- How do you be weak with such dreamy eyes? Handsome as fuck. <laughs> Maybe weak, but handsome. Yeah, I got, you get, lo- you get lost in those icy blues. More like weak in the knees. Am I right, guys? <laughs> no. Um, he just fucking sat around. Like I mean, yeah, you're right, Chris. Like at one moment, he's this devout, pious. You know, justice, not only that, but also a sense of justice, right? He knows immediately Albino's fucking using this, but he wants to honestly find witches, I guess, right? And then he finds out, finds this other girl, and he says, well, I'm going to throw caution in the wind because this girl's hot. (laughs) And then he just, then he immediately, upon when she actually does get accused, kind of is just like, well, maybe you are a witch. <laughs> Completely now, abandons her. To I, some I extent. disagree with it with that part because I mean, we were taught. You brought this up before, and you brought up a scene where when she he, she's in prison, she's like, "Tell them," and he's like, "If if he says it so, then the Lord will say." I I honestly think that the character Christian was kind of biding time to get her out. I feel like his plan was to get her out the whole time. You don't time. think he really honestly was just like maybe God no, because, will figure no, this because out? Even, no, <laughs> because even no, because even at that even at that point, he was already starting to doubt his master. No, that was before he started doubting he his master. Did, he yeah. got, the, he was I mean, going along with it until he saw him strangle that yeah, dude, and then he was like, "All right, him, <laughs> him strangle like essentially yeah. like a fucking asshole." Like let's be like the guy was oh, not I, somebody that deserved so, to live. I know that is one part I had such a problem with. I'm What's like, that? The weakest strangle you've ever seen? No, no, the fact that. Udo Kier's character Christian actually gave a shit that that guy was killed. He was such a piece of garbage. Like, yeah, yeah it's like yeah, but it goes completely against his religious beliefs. That's why he was so upset but, about yeah, it. Yeah, but like, what, like you said about the the, the tongue pulling scene where mm-hmm. it's like it went too far. Right. Like, all right, we got the confession, we're good to go, right? And it's just like, nope, pull that tongue out. Like, that's not the thing that sets Christian off. Like, right. Like, can't we have some mercy here? No, Surely she's a witch. God is a merciful man. She's a witch. She confessed. I understand that. Pull her tongue out. Uh, yeah, Obviously, th- you don't know about witches. To me, it's just it's so funny that don't want to confessing twice. Yeah. At least from a Can't narrative cast a spell with no tongue, <laughs> with no tongue. From a narrative <laughs> point of view, he doesn't look at this entire construct as being corrupt because he sees people maybe losing their land or maybe <laughs> getting yeah. raped. Right. But as soon as his mentor strangles the biggest asshole who deserves it, <laughs> then he's just like, I can't believe. I cannot believe this just yeah. happened. Now, do you think? <laughs> I totally I, agree I, with that. I lose all my faith in the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Is there no sense of justice? <laughs> Apparently, he can't make up his mind when that comes into play. Yeah. No, he can't throughout the whole movie. <laughs> He's just a weak character. And then at the end, when she is just like weeping on, you know, yeah, on his dead body. Yeah, it's like there was a part of me that was like, "Really? Come on!" He was. Basically, let you Again. run that fucking jail. It doesn't matter when you look that good. <laughs> there you go. That, the thing That's with the that. Answer. Uh, are we getting to the ending already? No, no we can get into okay. that later. Right. I mean, let's can... go to. The, what do you? What do you? Have, you got some more questions? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> no, because apparently people saw a lot more into this movie than I did. Oh, surprise, surprise! Because <laughs> just another episode of Cold Film and Review, I guess. <laughs> I, 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 I don't have a question as much as I have a, a statement. Uh, Albino's right hand man. That guy was a piece of shit. 
<laughs> fucking hated that guy. He oh, sucked yeah. so bad. Oh, oh, man, he looked like Arbit- a fucking rat. Uh, Arbitrator? Oh, wait, Arbitrator? Arbit- Arbit- what? I don't know what is what was arbitration. His, I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't think it was arbitration. Nope. arbitration. Wasn't it Baron? Wasn't it Baron? I don't know. His he was he was a goofy looking dude. Let's call him fucking rat face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no shit. There was, a, there was a classic cast of faces in this movie. There were. These were some characters. Yeah. There were some man. character they, faces. I think they got it right. You know, with how people really looked probably in that time period. <laughs> Scraggly as hell. All the women women were supermodels, (laughs) and all the dudes were butt ass ugly. (laughs) From Chris's extensive research into (laughs) the past and history and studying paintings, he's 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 determined. Very accurate portrayal. I was actually at first I thought it was a western for some reason because the costumes were so bright. Like I just picked out I was like, oh, this is like a like because it's all like horse riding and chasing. Like, oh, a there's just so much first. velvet, right? Wearing like all yeah. the pants velvet. But, oh, I forgot to tell you guys this. The, <laughs> How many the, pairs of velvet pants are we? The reading true this? honest story of me watching <laughs> this movie at first too when I thought it was broken. What? Oh, it's because the weird oh, intro, the, the credits, yes, the, weird, the focus. Yeah, the the weird credit focus, and then how it would just pause. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, wait. The music's still going, but the picture's not going. Like, is, right. it, is, that, is it not loading all the way? Like, what's going on here? Is that weird? It looked like they put like a glass over the lens. Yeah, like, I couldn't yeah. figure out why that was, but Mike had a great theory. Oh okay. yeah, okay. So at the beginning, <laughs> where there's where they're chasing the nuns down, I feel like that carriage is on like a modern day road. <laughs> Like yeah. a like a like a one that cars would drive on. <laughs> like if we just turn the camera a little bit, we'd see a yellow line. Okay, oh, really? because okay. yeah, it looks like that's concrete that they're writing that on. And it and I thought maybe for a second, I'm like maybe they like put that filter on there to like cover up the fact that oh, that road was point. slick and concrete. And they were like, well, it's supposed yeah. to be a rock road. Because I really can't think of any other reason. I can't really see the creative direction. Be like, you know, what would be really slick. If we take this old bottle, the bottom of this bottle here, and just stick that over the lens, every, there's our intro. Yeah. Done. Every na- name that pops up will just freeze the frame for about three to four seconds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is so, it was so annoying because I'm like, the whole time I'm like, is this horse ever, is this guy riding the horse ever going to get to the fucking lake yeah, there? I was like, Dude, is this broken? Like, what's going on? It's just like, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. I will say one part that I was incredibly, uh, I felt, I felt incredibly let down about in this movie is we never get the fucking payoff with the water torture guy. Yeah. Oh, right? I was so... It's torturous. I was so bummed. I wanted to see, like, where is this the going? Puppet, the puppet guy? Is his head yeah. going to split in half? Yeah, like, no. I thought, like, he was just... He, every time he insane. saw him, he just, like, looks more mad and, and insane. Yeah, and I was just like, oh, my God, this I, is going to be great. And what then you I just never see happen. him again. <laughs> what I thought true. was going to happen is when Christian freed his wife... The wife was going to go free him, and then he was going to kill the executioner because he was just fucking driven insane, right? And all you saw was the executioner opening the door, opening the door, opening the door. But that didn't happen. <laughs> like, yeah. That would have fucking made sense. But instead, yeah. the wife was like, deuces. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go hopefully find my kids somewhere. Right. I was really, yeah. Like, like I said, because I, th- I feel like out of, out of all the tortures, that was easily the most stylized and had like I feel like the most creative direction into it even down to his vision being like and wet sound looking effects. yeah and the sound effects good and like the weird lighting like the weird blue lighting on it and he's mm-hmm. just the fucking face he's making is just so it's just so intriguing yeah. I'm like wh- it's probably the best where shot. is the rest of this fucking it's actually, story it's actually probably the most interesting best shot thing in the movie in my opinion like 
He was left in that castle for another 30 years. <laughs> People just forgot he was there. Yeah. Well, what I like about that scene- We freed everyone! The mm. most is that uh, there's a lot of point of view shots, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. Like, it kind of shows- It kind of- I mean, it kind of gives you the impression that you're the one being tortured. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it's trying to show you what he sees and, like, right. how his- uh, perception is changing. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's a pretty, I, I thought it was a pretty inventive way to to kind of show that yeah. scene. Yeah, I thought so too. And then it just ends up with the biggest letdown because you never yeah. know what You're like, happened. I don't know what happened. <laughs> it's like, I think, the, I feel like the, the, the filmmakers forgot to finish that You know what up. else? It doesn't take much to turn up a town, does it? Just doesn't take no, much. To just a get crazy them. woman yelling yeah. and screaming. Well, you know, the, the, the other 15th 20, century. <laughs> the, the other 20 women that were screaming. Yeah, Nothing. No, we gave a shit about that. About this you work, one, though. You work at the bar. Yeah, people listen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> people trust you. That's Vanessa. Yeah. That's, that's Vanessa. She gets me my gruel every fucking week. I think yeah. that's what happened. I think that's what happened. As soon as she was gone, they were like, "Where the hell is our alcohol?" And yeah. then they got sober. Yeah, yeah. And then when she started running through the things, they were like, "Well, we definitely want to drink again." So I think we should take this woman seriously. Yeah. That makes that makes absolutely total sense. Or go. they just Fan got theory. they got bored getting getting served by only the overweight old guy. Yeah, They're like this bar's gone downhill, guys. <laughs> really, uh, not what a, it used to be. Yeah. <laughs> really put a damper in my style. Goddamn, mead's cold. <laughs> you guys are gonna lose your license. <laughs> <laughs> just overtook the whole town. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll talk more about Mark of the Devil. You're very silent. I wonder what my reaction would have been had my mother been accused of witchcraft. God's will is greater than that of man. More wine? No, thank you. Sometimes I feel weak. Confused, even. I hate to admit this to myself. (laughs) Now I'm admitting it to you. (laughs) We understand each other, hmm? As long as you confide in me, I will give you strength. Come in. My lord, you wish to see me. I wish you good night. Good night. We shall talk further about this. All right, guys, we're back. We're talking about Mark of the Devil came out in 1970. Uh, We want to get into some of the technical aspects a little bit. We can talk about the effects, if you'd like. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, I think that's one of the one of the gems of this film, isn't it? Isn't that the reason why people watch this movie? I would think it is. I think so. I think uh, it's a standout. I think for its time, definitely. Honestly, for its time, like the effects are are really good. Mike, I was going to ask you this. I mean, I haven't really seen much of Herschel Gordon Lewis stuff. I mean, how does this compare to? I mean, I, again, I don't even know what year his stuff was. Like sixties, right? Seventies. I mean, I, I don't want to be the, like consider myself the Herschel Gore Luger expert. Well, I've seen, the, like, two in the of his films, in the room but, you are, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen like, two of his films, but like, um, I'm there's there from the films that I've seen. I've seen like Wizard of Gore and I've seen Gore Gore Girls. Um, there are there there are definitely some times where I'm like, how wow, how how do they do that? Like in Wizard of Gore, there's a scene where they swallow swords and it like looks like they get stuck in there. Like it's like he's really shoving them in there. <laughs> So, I mean, in terms of gore, there are times when it's impressive and there's times when it's not. But, I mean, yeah. I feel like this film did the same thing. There were times when it was super impressive and there were maybe a few where I was just kind of like, yeah. Yeah, the tongue's pretty impressive. The what? The, the tongue, tongue is very impressive. Yeah. I think the tongue, I mean, I 
let's let, I think that's the that's got to be the the moment like the, the big, big the big moment that probably this film is yeah. probably was yeah. probably most known for was like oh my god they pulled that girl's tongue right out of her. I mean it's again not anything that Herschel Gordon Lewis didn't already do. Like he's he made Blood Feast in '63 yeah. or something. Yeah, like that. he was that. doing this stuff, and I that mean, was that was the big gag in Blood Feast was they pulled a girl's tongue out. Yeah, did that? How that? I haven't seen Blood Feast, so how did that relate? Would you say it's different? It's they do it differently. I mean, they used like a cow's tongue in Blood Feast. It well, was, I mean, like what does it look like? How does it look compared to the one this one? It who looks. Did, who it wore looks it better? More grand. It looks, how many? Severed tongues? Would you give uh, uh, <laughs> blood feast? Blood or? feast, and then and then mark of the, mark of the devil. Are we doing that right now? I yeah, can't, I no, can't we're give not away jumping my into this is that. Just, this is just a one a Chris just a Chris uh, no. rating. No, well, not. I don't know. He's the only person that's seen freaking. You, I'm you, just you asking. I just want to know this what thing. the comparative is. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think Gordon Lewis did it better? Do you think? I think they I did think, it better. At mark of the devil, or is it just kind of an even split? I think this film looked more painful because it. It because you know they did the whole setup with the clamp thing mm-hmm. and actually like you know pulled her jaw open before they did it and yeah, it that, was like it was a bigger process that thing that went in her lip dude Ugh. yeah and blood feast it's like they just cut to basically it looking like they're taking a tongue out of the mouth it's not like a big built up oh, thing okay. so yeah because I felt like this was very like. Oh, this was very painful to watch because yeah, there is they chain her down, they put her in this device so that her head is perfectly like chained to the body so she can't struggle and move anywhere. And then yeah, they put some kind of weird it's like a old school it's a fifteenth century fucking tongue depressor. You know? They didn't yeah. have popsicle sticks at the time. And they like press it down, and they just rip it right out. And I felt like it didn't if there was a cut, I didn't see it. There I, it is. I didn't feel like I, I really saw it's the cut. It's a really cut. quick cut, but there yeah. is one. So but, I thought that was I thought that was done good, and I think the like I already said the thumb pop I, was one of my favorites, and I think the burning of the foot actually looked really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the, like the, like Chris said earlier, the the trick of photography for the fire underneath the chair was really good. Um, Just the fire that yeah. they were burning, the and burning s- of the witches, yeah, yeah. they're lowering them in. Yeah, yeah, I it. thought that was pretty pretty. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, for its time, I thought I thought the effects were 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 were, were pretty damn good. Like. I have no really no arguments with them. I like I said, like I even enjoyed with the uh, the water torture, like just that little round patch of hair that was missing where the water kept dripping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought like a little touch like that was really cool. Yeah. Um. So so like at least somebody paid attention. The subtle things were were effective as well. But you know, I think what it's not so much like oh the effects were so amazing to me. It was just how many different types of effects they were doing in this film, like. Like how many different ways they were torturing somebody. Like, granted, it, it wasn't very gory, and you didn't see a lot of it. But even you know, at the end when they put that fucking jaws of fucking yeah, you know, know like that clamp yeah. thing around yeah. uh, of U- Udo yeah. Kier's body, yeah. I'm like, oh my god, that is like disturbing to even think about that going inside of you. You yeah. know, it's, it's oh yeah, so, you're definitely dying from that. He's yeah, like, Man, fuck yeah, you, you ain't are. coming back from that one. Yeah, you're puncturing all your. Which shit. you know what's <laughs> funny is I thought he was still alive because she runs up crying and then she touches him and then she like stops crying and like looks up and I was like, oh, is he still breathing? Is she like? <gasps> and she's like staying quiet for a minute and then she just goes back to sobbing. I was like, that was just kind of a weird. Well, he's like wakes, general. He's like he just wakes up like, don't worry, I'll make it. Yeah, <laughs> well, get me out of here. What bothers me is that that shit bag that kills him like never gets his comeuppance. Like, yeah. Guy gets just gets away with it, yep. like he just like fucking wasn't part of the problem. 
No, he wasn't. Like, he that's wasn't, the, he that's wasn't a part outsider. of this film where it. I mean, let's let's maybe discuss. Are we? Are we? Are we? Are we, are we, we can discuss the ending fi- officially there yet. Yeah, yeah we're All there. Right. Go ahead. We could have been there officially. I just f- want like ago. what like what am I supposed to make out of this fucking thing? Because like at the end, it's like all right. So bad guys win and fuck life and well, <laughs> I, no, I mean that's what I was saying. It's like there was a riot, but hold also on. This, that, that was my point earlier when I said there's really no message. No, no, hold no, no. On. I didn't hold on. We're, we got to discuss it first. Hold on. You're 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 upset that bad guys win, and this is this movie is touted as a historical depiction of the witch trials. Guess what? The bad guys won for a long time. Well, they kind of don't win though. Some bad guys don't win, and then one bad guy does. Right. So it's kind of like. There's like it's like this mixture of justice and non-justice mm-hmm. that it's just no, kind of the thing like... that irritates me is like he's like he's like locked up and then he gets set free just to be killed like immediately yeah, after yeah, he that. He gets set like, free by the same group of people that turn on him to kill yeah, him I don't when get... Ratface convinces like, them. Get... Nobody gave a shit until that moment when he happened to run into the crowd of people like but everybody else was like fleeing around him and going after yeah. all these like guards and shit and like, it's like suddenly now everybody gives a fuck about him yeah because he was the last one left of the outsiders bro. why didn't they kill him when he was running through them all yeah I didn't understand that why too they he, kill was him like when he was chained to the wall right? like, he wasn't oh, wearing an outfit day. he wasn't wearing a soldier outfit so it's kind of like they probably all knew him they were in that bar with him yeah. like you know that town's small I mean don't get me wrong there's definitely a message in it and, it, and it's that you know that you know, people, men's greed will drive them to do horrible things, like in the name of that, and they will use it. And people can be manipulated mm-hmm. for, for like, you know, it's just your classic story of like, the, wh- why does the government do what they do? Yeah, it's probably because they're corrupt, and that's, and we're all sheeple, and we're all running around doing our own thing. Like that was that was definitely a point of this movie to make. It's just like the end of it. Like, okay, so Christian comes to the realization, and then just dies. And right. then this asshole walks off with it. I guess, I guess, pre- presumably, to continue the long line of greed, but from the other end of the spectrum. Now he's going to be doing it as the people's fucking. I don't. I, did you did you get that 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 character was <laughs> that was not greedy like? No, I, that he is. Yeah, but now he's going to run off with a bunch of fucking uh, with the with the townsfolk. No, yeah, he wasn't really on their side. Yeah, it was kind of a it was kind of a bummer of an ending for sure. I mean, it didn't. I mean, yeah, I didn't feel like that the character Christian like needed to needed to necessarily die. But I get what they're I guess trying to say is that like no matter what, like he's kind of part of this machine, so he's gonna get taken down with the rest of it. Mm. And this little fucking rat motherfucker just kind of you know <laughs> rat face bastard. Yeah, he's a little this fucking little shit. rat motherfucker. <laughs> 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 so weird because that's what he's credited as. Yeah, so, like, yeah. Yeah, it's very weird. <laughs> you know, one thing I did I did notice with this film is, I mean, for its age and everything, is like you know, overall, I think this movie is actually rather beautiful in the way it's shot, like the colors and the contrast. Like, it's actually a really nice looking movie. I would say the I would agree with you the colors and like the aesthetics as far as like the backgrounds and and stuff like that because it's mm-hmm. all like countryside, beautiful countryside. Definitely agree with that. I don't think there was any camera work that really wowed me besides the stuff that was in the the water torture. Like nah. that was just like cool lighting and makeup effects. I feel like they did the point of view thing more than just in that scene. I feel like I, they do I a was, lot of. I was trying to remember where else they did, but I thought. I mean, overall, there was only one scene where the lighting was fucking just terrible, and that's when. Yeah. Uh, the the girl Vanessa's in her bedroom and she's like using only by candlelight. You just see this orange spotlight yeah. following yeah. her. I'm just like. All right. As like, yeah. soon as she walks she in the room, it. <laughs> yeah. and then all of a sudden, it's like floodlights. Yeah, floodlights. 
floodlights. Where, where the fuck is Jeff at? Floodlights. <laughs> so, like, all the costumes were like, I, 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 I wondered that too. I was like, are these like overly colorful or like, no, you know, like I mean, they, this, I, I just didn't know for like the time period. I was just like, I don't know. Like, I mean, I'm sure it wasn't like a hundred percent historically accurate. No, I'm sure it wasn't either. But for a like, movie that touts itself as so. <laughs> there was, was like, something I is. read about that too, and I and I don't know the the accuracy of it and stuff, but I always thought, I, I just found it to be a very interesting fact, which was that like movies like could get away with the amount of violence and gore they had if they just touted it as a historical depiction, because now you're just dealing with history, you're not dealing with some weird filmmakers just love of like gore and craziness and that's one of the ways that like movies like this were, were made in the, the 70s and the, the 60s and this film's a real passion of the Christ <laughs> yeah <laughs> definitely <laughs> definitely agree with that's that. the film you should have said like you know what I think I know where he got the idea yeah. from <laughs> I now understand Mel where Mel Gibson yeah. got it he got it from this movie yeah. he, he he saw this movie and said we gotta do it with Jesus we gotta do it with, with yeah. Jesus <laughs> what we can get away with it if yeah. it's Jesus. We do the same movie, but with Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So what do you say we rate this Mammer Jammer? Yeah. Kyle, what are we rating it? Uh, we are going to rate this Severed Tongues. Severed Tongues. Let's start out with Chris. I'm going to give this movie a 2.5 uh, Severed Tongues. It was a... Uh, it was an okay one-time watch for me. wasn't a bad film. Like had a lot of uh, decent qualities to it. Um, like I said earlier, a little redundant for me. Um, it's you know I I don't know why. I think maybe the cult status just comes from like the torture element of the film for the most part, and maybe the fact that like Udo Kier's in it. And I don't know if this was like one of his really early films or something. Um, but like. Overall, like, it's, yeah, it was kind of slow, and I just found myself sort of losing interest, and, uh, yeah, that's about all I have to say. Two severed tongues, two and a half. Two and a half from Chris. Mike? I'm going to give this three uh, three severed tongues. I think it's, uh, I think it's a really cool little uh, exploitation film, and I think it has, it, it, it tries to do things maybe not as successfully as it wanted to, but at the same time, I think, you know, I got to give him props for trying. Um. Uh, yeah, I just it does a lot of cool things. I, I I liked it. Three and a half. Three. Cool. Three. 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 three <laughs> flat. We neither of us can get our shit. I know, right? right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I will give it two. Uh, not a big fan of this movie. I'm giving it two because of the uh. It's got a theme song. I'm gonna give it that. It's got a theme song. So does two other movies apparently. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and and the visual effects, as far as like the the actual makeup effects, are are, are are really good. Otherwise, from that man, this movie is not fun. It is boring as all hell. Um, <laughs> I don't really care about anybody in it, and um, there's just I don't get anything from it. Like I just didn't get anything from it other than going like, oh, that was a cool like that was cool for its time, or that's oh that torture device is fucking horrendous. <laughs> like th- that was pretty much it. So yeah, two for me, Kyle. Um, I'm gonna agree with Mike. I'm gonna go with three on this one. Um, you know it it was an it it was an interesting movie. Um, I liked the visual aspect of it. I thought that I agree with Mike. I thought there was 
potentially more to the story and maybe that they just didn't execute it quite quite well but i think it's better than it's better than middle of the road for me i think this is like a this could be like a quintessential like party movie like halloween party because if you just put this on anytime you look something weird i'm sure is happening but you don't really need to know what's going on per se throughout the film so um i'm glad i i'm glad i saw it i might watch it maybe one more time or two more times in my life but yeah, solid three. This is this is an interesting film. At your at your Renaissance themed Halloween party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's such a good idea. We got shit catered from like the Village Inn. It's great. <laughs> Village Inn. There's a lot of pies. Make sure you get pies. Got a fucking pie. Got a mincemeat pie coming our way. <laughs> what a great idea. Instead of our normal outro music, you should put in the theme to this <laughs> to this movie. Okay. All right, guys. That is our show for this week make sure you follow us on social media at coldfilm underscore review on instagram and twitter also on our facebook page check out our website coldfilmandreview.com youtube leave us reviews and also on itunes you can follow kyle you can follow me on instagram at coldfilm underscore kyle you can follow chris coldfilm underscore chris on instagram you can follow my guy at Mike Salustio on Twitter. And you can follow me at VHS Collect on Instagram. Remember, guys, if you're going to join a cult, make sure they watch good movies. We'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>